put the money in the bag. Put it in! Yo, welcome back to another episode of Green Eggs and Crypto. All right, what do we got here? Ethereum hit an all-time highs, dude. Um, I'm on coin market cap. Yep. So for those of you out there that don't know, coinmarketcap.com is probably your most common uh, site that you're going to use. Um, you should add it to the bookmarks. It's basically like an encyclopedia of uh, all the crypto coins that are basically out there. Yeah, it's like a list, dictionary, or whatever, however you want to put it. Right. So it shows, and, yeah, it shows you yeah. all type of all types of information. Like if you click on a specific uh, crypto, it'll show you like it'll link you to the website to their social media, and then you got the chart. Um, just see how it's been doing. Yeah, it also has like the price, uh, market cap, which is your circulating supply times the price. And that's kind of like what a lot of people use to see how valuable that specific coin or project is at the moment. Um, and then you have your daily volume, you have your percentage increase 24 hours, and then you also have what markets or what exchanges the coin is listed on. Oh, so... Neo is killing it, dude. One forty four. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah. So Neo is a lot of people call Neo the Chinese Ethereum, but I think it's actually like a smart economy for the whole world, not just China. So what happened this week? Like, um, so what was going on in the market this week? Um. So. I know one of the big things, at least I think it was earlier this week. Um. So yeah. We're talking about coin market cap, and it's what a lot of people use. So, what they did, and they kind of did this suddenly without kind of a warning, they took out the Korean exchanges um, when calculating like the market caps of coins and the total market cap. So from there, the total market cap, because Korea has so much uh, volume for these coins, it yeah, actually. I was- I was reading this like 30% of Koreans have cryptos, which is insane. 30%. Yeah, that's huge. They're progressive. And uh, I mean, I guess that's a good thing for adoption of technology and stuff. But yeah, yeah they took they, it. Don't they have the most volume, um, crypto volume in the market? Yeah, right now. I think China used to have the biggest one. But then after the whole, like, if you guys were here in the summer and stuff with the China FUD, then right. China's been on, on the downfall. Right, in 2017, summer 2017, they were trying to ban also sort of exchanges. Which brings us to what just happened again, which was like a day, two days ago with the yeah, whole like, South Korean FUD. Oh, right, right. The Ministry of Justice, uh, he was like, uh, I want to impose a ban on cryptocurrencies. Um, but then that like uh, triggered a bunch of petitions from the Koreans to not close the crypto exchanges. I think there was a, a petition out there for 100,000, from 100,000 people. Damn. <clears throat> and then that made other officials come out and clarify that the, um, there was not, this was not the case. They weren't going to close the, any sort of crypto exchanges. Yeah, um, so... Yeah, and actually this caused the market to pretty much lose 100 billion in, in valuation. Yeah, that go just that just ties back to what we were saying earlier with like Korea being such like a a big player in the global crypto uh, I guess space. Like once like see like people in America and all over the world once you hear about this Korea stuff like 
it causes that uh, momentary panic. And then once it got like debunked that this was just like a, a false like piece of FUD, I guess, then the money has been slowly coming back in. And that's what we're Wait, seeing what, right what, now. What's FUD again? Uh, fear that that stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It just right. Yep. Oh, did you hear about uh, KFC Canada? I I saw the tweet. Um, so I guess side note: if you guys uh haven't, if you guys are trying to be on top of crypto news and stuff, Twitter is actually a really good uh place to get that news from. I don't know. I would say Reddit's an even better place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot. You got to have Twitter, Reddit, all the news sites. Basically, you gotta you gotta constantly check these market the news on these markets. But yeah, what were you saying about uh the KFC? I'm trying to cop that Bitcoin bucket, dude. I mean, I'm trying to cop that Litecoin bucket, bro. <laughs> I don't think they have a Litecoin bucket. You gotta um, you gotta you gotta see those Charlie Lee tweets. Yeah, but uh, so what KFC in Canada is doing, they're uh, offering like a chicken bucket that you can buy with Bitcoin. Uh, they're working with a company called BitPay. Um, and actually, I think it'll cost like 20 Canadian dollars. And then there's like a $5 fee to use Bitcoin. Um, and then Litecoin might be next. I don't know, just, that's just a side comment of um, mainstream Except in cryptocurrencies. Uh, so I wonder how, like, I, I don't really know BitPay or I don't know anything about it, but I wonder how that would work. Like, do you think they'll, do you think they have like an app or something and then they have to scan like a uh, QR coders? Or, like, I, I'm not sure how it would work. And especially with like Bitcoin fees and transactions being so slow, like, I don't. Well, it sounds like it's just going to be a flat $5 fee. Uh, and yeah, they'll probably have an app where you can uh, scan a barcode and then just... They might ha yeah, they uh, might add it to like the KFC app in an update or something, right? Do you right. know, do you know um, when they said they rolled this out? <laughs> I think it's already gone on. Really? Uh, it, it's going to be a limited thing, though. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, that's probably still good promotion overall, nonetheless. Right, and then KFC was making some t um, funny tweets. I can't remember what they were, but it, it was related to Bitcoin. Yeah, there was some other news on Ripple this week as well. And oh, right, they partner with uh, MoneyGram. Well, it's not really a partnership yet. Uh, so MoneyGram is just testing out Ripple's services, um, just to lower the fees and increase the transaction transaction times. Um, to wire for wire transfers. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, they're gonna be t testing the Ripple token for international payments. Um, and then they're gonna test out um, using one of their services called Xvia, um, and then that would integrate MoneyGram into Ripple's ecosystem. Okay. So we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that goes, but it, it's just a it's just a test. Um, it's not like an official thing that they're actually gonna be using it. Okay. So yeah, I guess that's a big thing in this space. Like you got to really double check whatever you hear because um, I guess like one example of news where it wasn't necessarily fully true was uh, the whole like Walton coin uh, spike recently just happened. Like, oh, what happened? With so that all I know is that they apparently announced that they were partnering with this um, 
big ass, I think billion dollar company, uh, China Internet of Things or Alliance or something. And it's supposedly like some huge news. They were making a, a huge deal. But then uh, when you go back at deep digger or deep digger, when you dig deeper into the sources and stuff, yeah, I'm good. dude, these markets are confusing me. But um, when you dig deeper, you find out that they're still in negotiation. So they kind of use this as like hype. And I think some people notice that and they are already experienced like a, a decent sell-off, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, um, I don't know, just a clarification, what's Walton coin? Um, so Walton coin, I think they're doing something with RFIDs, if I'm not mistaken. I think you, you've mentioned this coin to me in the past, right? I didn't look too much into it, but yeah, they're doing something with RFIDs uh, for, uh, clothes, right? Like tracking clothing and then other, um, was that the, was, is there like niche clothing? Not yeah, sure. um, we'll probably do an episode about like RFID, like supply chain coins, because there's a lot of those. There's uh, there's Wallin V Chain, which they're rebranding to VET, I think. There's Modem and there's Ambrosis. Those are the four that come to my mind. I'm sure there's more. Yeah, the other ones, uh, the other big ones. Wabi, forgot which, about Wabi. Yeah, it's a lot of um, people in the community who are super bullish on Wabi for 27, 2018, but. Yeah, we'll I mean, I don't think they can all, they can all do that well. Maybe in twenty eighteen, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think the last kind of big news this week was uh, Kodak Coin, which oh, um, all I know is that the stock Kodak apparently they're building, uh, they're working with Ethereum and building on that platform. And once news came out about that, the stock was three dollars something before, and it spiked to ten dollars that day. Um, so like a nice little 300%, which is huge for a stock, especially like they're pretty, they're a pretty right. big stock too. They're not like a penny stock. Well, I don't know. I think that's a dying company. I don't think they were relevant in, in the Really? You don't, this. you think Kodak's dying? I mean, I don't know yeah. too much about stocks, so I, I can't really comment. Uh, well, I don't know about stocks, but I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like that company's dying. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Blockchain's killing everything. Yeah, they were at CES um, this past week or weekend. And then they also, yeah, they announced they're going to be launching an ICO on January 31st. Um, and basically what they're doing, which is actually, it's not a bad idea. Um, they're going to allow, allow photographers to um, register their, I don't know, their work, I guess, um, like pictures or um and then with the Kodak coin, that they're gonna that's how they would get paid. So they register their work and then Kodak license it out license it out to other people. Uh -oh. um and then yeah, the whoever you puts their work out there, they receive payment in the Kodak coin. Okay, I see. It's just like uh, I right. And then the other cool thing that I, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool or neat. Um they they have a software that's gonna continuously search the web for violation of copyrights or what of um whatever gets put on their blockchain. Um, but the other thing they came out with was the Bitcoin miner. So Kodak's working with some company in uh California. Uh, it's called Spylight Energy Systems, and they basically uh designed this like this miner, um, to mine Bitcoin. And I know personally, I think this is kind of like, I don't know, I don't really see the benefit of this, but if you want to buy one, you have to pay $3,400 up front. 
And then it, it'll produce a thing that's like $370 a month. Um, and it, and you basically sign a contract for two years. And then at the end of two years, um, the miner uh, is able to make you $9,000. But the catch is that uh, you got to share our, yeah, you got to share those profits with Kodak and the split is 50, 50. So you don't actually make those $9,000. Wait, so Co- Co- this uh, kind of, so Kodak is basically outsourcing. It's like mining. It's like spinning it to make it seem huh? like they're, you're like buying something like an investment, but they're just like outsourcing. Right. So, all right. So basically what they did is that they just licensed out their name, you know, Kodak to um, the company uh, Spotlight Energy Systems, and that's the co- that's who actually built this miner. This miner. Um, but if you're putting in thirty four hundred dollars for two years, you can get a way better return. Just oh yeah, for sure. This is like, definitely just not buy a good opportunity when there's so many other better options out there. And then, then similar to uh, Kodak saying they're coming out with an ICO, there was a different company called a Long Island ST. Uh, so Classic. they they uh, they uh, rebranded, which is something that you hear more in the crypto world, uh, coins doing or companies doing. Uh, but they rebranded to uh, the Long Block Blockchain Company, and their stock also uh, soared to. Dude, 200%. what uh, what is going on, bro? I'm not even surprised, but Long Blockchain. I mean, I I mean they got it. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I think like overall, yeah. it's still bullish for all the crypto investors, and it shows that like the spike of a stock, um, it's good for crypto. I think because other companies will see this, and if they're not, you know, depending on how they do, they might want to incorporate um, at least in the short term some sort of news announcements. Right. So I think the the fact. The fact that all the stocks just keep soaring after it's, you know a company gets um, related to the blockchain or doing something related to blockchain, um, that they soar like 200, 300%. Like, to me, that tells me that like the regular financial markets are kind of bullish on uh, blockchain technology and cryptos, but who knows? My no, I agree. Too I think- much. It might just be all hype. I think that at this point, I'd say there's almost no doubt that like blockchain technology, at least in the technology is here to stay. And it's just a matter of, you know, slowly getting more and more people into it, knowing more about it, learning more about it. And then people will keep talking about a bubble, correction, crash. I mean, I think it, I, it definitely will happen, right? Because there's so many coins out there right now that are just straight trash. And a lot of them will just slowly dwindle out, go to zero. But the ones that'll stay, those will be your big ones. And in that sense, I don't think like we'll see like a big market crash. Like when people reference the dot-com bubble or something like that, I don't think we'll see something like that. It's just because like there's so many people who are, tr- who are willing to buy um, these cryptos at lower prices, right? That they have the order set in that I don't know if it'll ever go down to that point. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that, that's like, yeah, that's a, deeper, can just come that's in. a deeper uh, talk, I guess. Um, but no, there, there are a lot of coins that are just out there and they don't really have a, I don't know, like a significant impact to 
blockchain technology or just the world really they're not really trying to solve anything it's just like a like an app you know like people came out with when apps were, were a thing just people started creating yeah. random apps and there's a lot yeah. a lot of apps you should out there, see, you know? have you seen the icos recently i feel like a lot of uh people i feel like they've been saying that the ico is coming up like there's some good ones you really gotta dig but there's potential for like some huge ones but i mean i i previewed a bunch of them and i mean i thought they were all like pretty much bad except for the few i like on that are coming out on neo but all the ones coming out on uh ethereum i thought were trash yeah i gotta i gotta come come out of retirement from the ico game um i haven't really invested in any ICOs since. i mean icon's doing pretty well huh Uh, i mean can't complain you know yeah, I, we'll definitely talk <laughs> about ICOs uh, in future episodes um, because there definitely is like a an art or a science, however you want to call it, to finding good ICOs. Um, but yeah, that's uh, this week's episode. I think next week we'll talk about like getting started overall, a bunch of stuff that you should know if you're new, and then we'll from there we'll kind of have like a set. We'll try to have a set schedule, right? Right, right. So at the moment, we're just getting started. So we're still trying to figure out how exactly we want to do this. Um, we're talking about doing coin of the week, which we're, um, we're basically going to go with that technology and the applications of uh, specific coins. Like maybe we'll just um, explain how Ethereum works, how people can use it, or we'll do the same thing with NEO or Bitcoin. Um, and we're still debating, but we think that that'll be a good idea just to sort of explain more how this stuff really works and what's under the hood and then other days of the week will be like typical um market updates news general state of the market you know all that good stuff and do we do we want to talk about just like what oh yeah yeah well yeah we'll start to include what we have what we what we're thinking about certain coins and stuff we'll 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 ease into it right now it's just like putting out a bunch of info that we we got to put out right Oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, we're not financial advisors, so... Right, right. Yeah, so don't sue us when you lose all your money. <laughs> right. We're just talking about cryptos. We're not giving advice to anyone. It's just two dudes yep. talking. Uh, and a podcast. YouTube channel might be coming, right? Oh, yeah, because there's some other stuff you can't really explain it over podcasts. You got to show a video how like how to open an account on an exchange or how to use some of the wallets. Yep, yep exactly. All right, I guess that wraps up this episode. All right, well, hopefully we see uh, new people back next week. But if not, I guess we won't see you later.